It's Carl Kennedy from The Rods, and you're watching Aftershocks TV. All right, so let's get to our last segment of this week, the last question. Uh, this is obviously comes off the heels of what we were talking about a little bit last week. I think yeah, we, we, were, we were talking about Paul Diano, right, about his train wreck, uh, what happened in Australia. And it got me thinking. I was thinking to myself because, you know, we obviously we see a lot of bands who keep their singers or, or, or just artists themselves that go out there and they sing their old songs, a la, say, Don Dockin, okay? And I'm not trying to dump on Don Dockin, but Vince Neal's the same way. Right? These are guys that can't really sing anymore. I mean, there's no hiding. The, the proof is in the pudding. I mean... There's videos out there, go check it out, right? These guys just don't have their voice the way they used to. So yeah. I was thinking to myself, you know, there's a lot of bands that sometimes might do away with the singer, even if it's the original singer, because they can't sing anymore, and they'll bring in a new singer who's got the chops to, to handle those songs. Um, but what would you rather see a band now with their original or their most notable, I should say, or most recent vocalist, you know, that's, that, that's the vocalist of the hits that they're known for, even though he or she can no longer sing, would you rather have that or would you rather see them with a different vocalist who can do the song a bit more justice? All right. Go ahead, Tom. That, that was a tough one because there's a couple of ways in my in my stupid head to answer this, right? And here's what I look at it. If I use a band as an example, and I guess, so I'm going to give you three bands as examples in the interest of time, we'll keep it snappy. So yeah. Foreigner, right? So Foreigner okay. right now are on their farewell tour. Um, and there's no original members. We get that. Mick Jones comes out for you know the odd. And I actually saw Foreigner probably f five years ago in New Jersey, and I was lucky enough to be there for one of the Mick Jones gigs. He came out and played a couple of tracks, and it was great to see him, check the box, saw him. So mm -hmm. if you're going to give me a choice of seeing Foreigner with Lou Graham, which is not, you know, he's 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 not bad. I saw a, cl a clip recently on the Classic Metal Show with uh, Chris and Ely talking about that. Mm. Um, and uh, whilst he's there, he's not quite there, and he's off key, and he's and he's older, and he had health problems again. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to get mm. on that avenue. Um, or would I rather see him with um, Kelly Hansen? Is that his name? See, my yes. brain just goes mm -hmm. sometimes. Oh, yes, yeah, I yeah. Kelly, yes, Kelly Hansen. Mm -hmm. I would rather see him with Kelly Hansen because okay. he can mm -hmm. do the okay. songs total justice. He's better singer than what Lou Graham is today. Uh, so that was for me. Now, let me just flip this around a little bit. Yeah. I'll do two more. White Snake. So would I rather see White mm. Snake with David Coverdale kind of being able to do it, but not really, or with Dino Julusek, who's been touted as the new David Coverdale because he, he does actually sound similar to him. I'd rather see David Coverdale there because they cannot be a, a White Snake without him. So that's the mm. other side of it. And then lastly, then I, I'll jump with just Queensryche. So Queensryche, obviously, with Jeff Tate for a thousand years mm -hmm. and then Todd Latore, um, I would rather see Queensryche with Todd Latore because even though Jeff mm. can still hold the songs, he's not where he was, and and Todd Latore can do no wrong in my book because he's got the chops. He's, you know, it's, he should just stop on the uh, everything outside of music. I'll leave it at that. But um, mm. his solo album is phenomenal, and I it think is. his last yeah. is phenomenal, right? It is and very good. Last albums particularly the new one you came out a year ago or so is absolutely phenomenal so if you gave me an option of going to see queen's rights we spoke about foreigner white snake queen's right with todd or with jeff i picked todd all day long singing the jeff songs you know it's interesting i i had i had that one down myself mm -hmm. 
And that was one that, yeah, you know, it's funny because Todd really does such a good job. He does, yep. He really is. He's really a great singer. You know, um, they couldn't have picked a better replacement for for. Mm. And he sounds like Jeff. I mean, it's like he does. He he sounds enough like him. Yet he also still sounds like him a little bit. You know that that was a tough one. You know, something like that would be like, oh yeah, it's a throw. I mean, I would prefer. I'm not gonna lie. I would probably still prefer Jeff T because he could still do it. And he's still the original guy. But you're right. I I think it really depends on the band. You know, I I don't think you could just say you know. I'd rather have the original for all of them or I'd rather have the replacements, right? And I'll bring up a couple examples. Obviously, one journey, right? Mm. Now, would you rather see Steve? Now, Steve Perry, there's a reason you don't see him out there playing live because he can't obviously hit those those high no. notes. I mean, that, there's no way. And I, he's the type of guy that, that would rather, I guess, not sing live than to go out there and still try to do it. Mm. Obviously, you've got Arnell. He could do it all day long. He sounds just like Steve yeah. Perry. I saw him. I saw him doing it. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would rather see probably Arnell than I, I would hate to see Steve Perry go out there and, and hear a choppy voice. I'm butcher, I'd rather yeah. just yeah, and butcher exactly. I'd rather hear Arnell. Now, one of the bands that you know um, for me it's interesting is obviously Fear Factory. Mm. So Fear Factory is you know one of my favorite bands of all time. You know, I mean, not not just my favorite bands, but the singer Burton Bell is my all time favorite vocalist. And the thing about him, now listen, now here's the thing. He, in all honesty, even though he's my old team favorite vocalist, yeah, he hasn't been able to play, like really do those songs, a good job on those right. songs live in, in a long time. Now, I know they've got this new singer, uh, Milo, who I was supposed to mm-hmm. see on their first show ever, which was supposed to be up here until Dino Kazaris fucked that all up, you know, yep. and, and which is why I'm kind of not really supporting Fear Factory anymore because that was just a complete shit show. Um, but I would rather, even though Milo can, he does a good job, uh, you know, really emulating, uh, Burton Bell's voice. He does a great job. Almost sounds just like him. Sure. I would still rather Burton. Now, reason being, I, I, I think it just depends really, you know, it's, it's, it's probably why a lot of people still want to go see Doc and if, even though he has, you know, he's lost his voice or still see Vince Neil. Um, I just can't really picture fear factory without him even if mm. it's not the same like i guess even though i know he can't do a great job same thing you have a voice like that you're not gonna be able to sing like that into, into your 50s it's just not gonna mm. happen yeah so but i would still rather see burton than than milo because it's just it's burton i mean and he's gonna do solo stuff burton and he's gonna sing all those fear factory songs i mean that's the bottom line so yeah. i'm gonna go see him for sure when he plays because i do like so his, would you not yeah. if, if fear factory came to town, would you not go and see them based on what you said? Yeah, they they, they played it here the other day, or they're playing soon, or is it this week or next week with, with Machine Head? I'm not going. Okay. Yeah, um, I thought about it, but like sure. I said, I would have. See, I would. I was very open. It, this is this has nothing to do with the singing. I was very open mm-hmm. to go. I had to take. I was. I was my buddy Eric Kluber, who was playing for one of the bands, opening for them. Society One got me on the guest list and. All ready to go. I had buddies that were all going to go. We're like, we're going to be open-minded. We're going to give it a shot, and we, we, we want to see it. And then there was, here in California, and it was bad weather. It was about a year from a year ago from now, last February. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Static X tour, and all these other bands were coming from L.A. They all made it up here, and for some reason, Fear Factory waited to the last fucking second to come up, and they took the wrong way. They took one over the what's called the grapevine here when you go to L.A. to San Francisco. It's just a big mountain. And when it rains on a cold day, yes, it snows up there. 
And so these guys went right into the heart of the freaking storm like idiots. Instead of going on a different freeway, I mean, Mm. they've toured up here a million times. Everyone knows you don't go with rain on the grave. They closed it off. And so they got stuck in it. It got closed off, and they didn't make the show. And it would only been it didn't make it. Static X is from LA. They made it. So and, and it wasn't just that. It was the way Dino did it uh, online, smiling in a picture. When all of us now, I, I lost my ride. I couldn't go. There. I wasn't going to spend you know a hundred dollar Uber yep. back and forth to San Francisco no. nope. to see Static X. You know, even though my buddy's band was playing, I wasn't going to see Static X. I'm not a Static X fan. Okay. I have I have three other people that had tickets that because of that didn't go, and. It was just the way it was done. It was real shitty what he did to the fans. Sure. Didn't make it up. Didn't whatever. It was, it was supposed to be the first show at Milo. The press was all here and everything. Totally wow. botched it. And just the way he handled it, I'm never supporting that band again. So that's just... That, that's just all right. Because Burton's not there anymore either. And I just don't like the way he work, he does his business. And so mm-hmm. uh, I've decided not to not to support them. So, um, so yeah, so they are playing up here, but I'm not going to see them. But I, I was open to it at first. I really was. But All right. um, yeah, I am open to see bands with different singers. You know, I mean, it, I, I'm, I, I have gotten over, in the past. I would have been like, nah, it's not the same. Blah blah blah. You know, I've got I've got a, a very open mind. There's a lot of times the band becomes better with a new singer. So you have to I think think that way. You know? But I think too. I mean, everybody wants the original lineup. I get it. We're all fans. As we spoke about right. We, we mm. want the original lineup. But then, and if you say, "Well, I'm not going to see them," and that's everybody's personal opinion. Like people would exactly. say, "There's a fake Judas Priest out there right now," and there's an sure. argument between the band members and yeah, you know, so on and so forth. With obviously with Glenn Tempted being sick and um, KK no longer there. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. KK no longer there, and you know, Andy Sneap is jumping in and out. Whatever's going on. Um, but I, I, if I, if I, I went to see Priest a couple of years ago and they played with Saxon and I think it was Black Star Writers, if I'm not mistaken. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I still saw Judas Priest. I didn't see the classic Judas Priest, but I'm never going to see that again. So, do mm-hmm. I stop going to concerts because there? I, I even went to see Foreigner with nobody there, no, yeah. the original members, and it was a pissy rainy night at the PNC Art Center in New Jersey. You know, what that is in home, yes, of course. Yeah, um, so I was sitting in there, I, I was as wet as can be. Drunk as can be, had a great with a couple of my buddies. You get to the point where you can't get any wetter, you just don't care, right? So, yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. Mm-hmm. we took the ponchos off, drinking, just wet, have fun, yeah, drinking, you know, drunk, mm-hmm. just dancing around, it being idiots and goofing off, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, did I see if someone says, Do you ever see foreigner? I go, Yeah, I did. So, I don't say, Well, I kind of did, but it was the fake foreigner. Well, the original member, but Mick Jones came out for two songs. I, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I went to see Rat a couple of years ago, and it was Stephen Piercy, and I think Juan Cushier was there, and Marty Martini was not there. Obviously, no. um, Bobby Blitz, uh, Bobby Blitz, Bobby Potter was not there. Um, yeah. did I see Rat? Yeah, I did. Would I prefer to see the original? Yes, I didn't, so whatever. So, but if you take yeah. a principal point going, I'm not going to see it because there's not two thirds of the originals, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But I don't subscribe to that because if it's a good night out for me, and there's a couple of beers involved, and there's a band I haven't seen before, I'm going and check the box. I saw them. My ticket stub says whatever it says, and that's the band I saw. That's all now, I Would, that's would you have done the same for Bobby Blotzer's Red? No. Ah, okay. It absolutely would not have. So, so, so and, and that. that well, because it probably comes down to one thing, and that's the vocalist, right? Yeah. Because because you can't listen to Rat if it's not Stephen Piercy. If, if he's still around and he's doing sure. his own version of Rat, that, it's like it's like the L.A. Guns. Would you go see L.A. Guns Stephen Riley's version? When, when you no, know, 
No, I wouldn't. Exactly, right? No, so, I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not Phil Lewis, it's not Tracy, right? So I'm not a big fan of LA Guns anyway, so I probably wouldn't go okay. and see me either way. But, but okay. nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm just, they're okay. I mean, they're fine. They're yeah, like Phil They've been pretty solid, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, but it's it's an interesting. But you had another band, Matt. Did you say you wanted to touch on? You said Journey. Did you have another one? Well, I no, I, I, what I was going to say was like. Oh, like, you had Fear Factory. Sorry, yeah, Fear Factory. My Fear Factory. But I also wanted to say, like, you know, a lot of times, too, you know, because everyone thinks of original singers, right? You know, mm. oh, if it's not the original singer. But then you've got bands like, say, Iron Maiden, as we've just seen with Paul Diano, right? Or even a band like Fear Factory. I mean, Fear Factory, excuse me, Faith No More. These are bands yeah. now where their second vocalist is when the band took off. You know, I yep. mean, I mean, Iron Maiden was we were still. I mean, obviously they were big with, with Diano, but it, they really didn't take off to the stratosphere until they got Dickinson and Faith and Moore was the same way until they got Mike Patton. You know, I mean, so it's interesting. Like, I wouldn't go see, like, say, okay, so Faith and Moore is a great example. I, I saw, you know, they before their original singer had mm. passed. I did see it was still this day. I'm one of the luckiest people because I'm a huge Faith and Moore fan, and they played. I, they announced it the day of the show. And it was at this uh, the Great American Music Hall in, in, in San Francisco. Right. Um, it was supposed to be the original singer, this guy Chuck Mosley. Mm, I remember. Was supposed to remember him. He was supposed to just play like a solo show there, and then they announced the day of that it was going to be an actual. Mm. The, the Fate the More guys were going to play. They were going to play those original songs. So of course, me and a friend of mine, she was just like, I was like, I got to go to this. And so normally I wouldn't just go on a, on a whim like that. But once I saw it, I'm like, I'm up, I'm out, I've got to go. And I'm glad I did. It was I got video. I'm I'm just so glad because as a huge mm. Faith the More fan, and he passed away like you know a couple of months later yeah. too. Chuck. It, it, yeah, you saw it. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm glad I saw it. But yeah, but I wouldn't see him singing Mike Patton's songs just like you wouldn't see Paul Diano probably singing, obviously mm. Bruce Dickinson's songs because they can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just yeah. can't. You know. But um, yeah, it's just it's just one. Of, I guess it's just like I said. There's no. I mean, it's everybody's picky like that. Everyone's got their you know their tastes and what they were willing to. Go see and not see in terms of vocalists, but but, Matt, you I, could, I, but that yeah. but that's a great subject matter though. I mean, obviously, I think sure. the biggest one is obviously Van Halen and Van Hagar. We yeah, don't need to okay. dive into that. That's a big one. Deep Purple, Ian Gillen to David Coverdale. I sure. mean, some people prefer you know um, Burn, Stormbringer, Come Taste the Band, and Machine Head, mm -hmm. Fireball. Who do you think we are? And, and um, in rock, I think if my sequence yeah, is correct. Mm -hmm. Um, which I listened to yesterday. I listened to all in mm -hmm. rock start to finish. And you know at the nice. start of in rock, you had ding, ding, like the Hammond organ, like John Lord yeah. doing his thing. Mm -hmm. And then you was ding, 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 ding. that fucking album for 19, it's 53, 54 years old. Wow. That album is just unbelievable. And Child and Time and like, uh, Child and Time mm -hmm. and FC Ian Gillen's vocals. But but even um, I mean, that's uh, like Black Sabbath went from like I read interviews, a lot of interviews with people who prefer Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules than, than oh, yeah. the Aussie years simply yeah. because they jumped into Sabbath at that point. So that was their Sabbath. And they obviously, oh, yeah, if they went back to Never Say Die, they went, well, there's no comparison to Technic. Even there's some good tracks on there. Technic, Ecstasy, Never Say Die are arguably are, are weaker albums, in oh, my weaker, opinion, yeah. than sure. a few albums. So there's lots of those bands in there. That's like, obviously, we spoke about Queen's record, Jeff Tate and Todd Atore. There's a lot of bands in there that, you know, they, they got better, didn't. That's, you know, personal you know, experience and who you like and who you don't like. But I tend to work with the band. And if the songs are good enough, then I'll run with the new singer. If they're not good at like take yeah. Van Halen three as an example, Gary Sharon, mm. that album is an, an abomination. Yeah. 
it's, yeah, it's, it's and you ever go back on an album like after a few years and you go maybe yeah. it's not as bad as i remember and you put it on with an open like, no it's bad <laughs> yeah. you go fuck that you're like no there's a reason why i haven't listened to this in 20 yeah, years exactly. it's yeah, anger yeah. Metallica. i gave that a shot a couple of years ago and said no it's just so did i i give that this shot within this last year and i'm like nah no. man i can't no. Nah, nah, well nah. it could be worse it could be lulu so go figure <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ooh, well, let's not even get to that yeah i know no, right? no, no. oh man that's a whole nother yeah a whole nother ball game there but yeah no you're right man yeah so it's um like you said it, it really i guess depends on the situation you know it's all it's yeah, all individual it situations you know what i mean it it's, does it's, my it's, friend but i do normally prefer the singer with who's had the hits i mean that's usually what i it's very rare that I'm not that I'm into the singer that's the obscure singer, the one that you know isn't maybe as big as you know that was past their prime or whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I you know, like I said, they, all the bands have different mocks of different. Like you said, different. I mean, Sabbath and I mean, Purple. I mean, I saw so many rainbow. singers. I mean, you know, rainbow, like rainbow. Exactly. Like rainbow with Dio, and obviously, like and you know, Hughes, Rainbow Rising yeah. is um is uh yeah yeah Glenn, yeah Glenn Hughes of course, but. Rainbow was, um, you know, and arguably a band like with Rising and Long of Rock and Roll from Meyer, just two of the best albums ever recorded. And then they went to Graham Bonnet, which Down to Earth is a good album. And exactly, then they, yeah. you know, jumped around there. Then um, with Joel and Turner for a couple of years. And then Doogie mm. White jumped in for a bit and mm. whatever. But that began. Richie Blackmore with Rainbow just ran out of ideas. He had, he had nothing else to add. It was the same riffs over and over. And, you know, I I'm a Rainbow fan, but I really am. I love Rainbow. But, um, mm. You know, it's what it's but but then there's other bands where you just can't imagine them. You can't imagine White Snake without Leopard. You can't imagine Thin Lizzy without you know Phil Lynott. Mm -hmm. There's some bands you just can't go there. It's just un, unthinkable. You know, well, that's kind of like Fear Factory for me without Burton Bell. I can't. Yeah, I just I can't it. see yeah. it. Can't mm -hmm. see it. So it's. Yeah. I was willing, like I said, I was willing. I was willing open-minded, and I listened to it when when they finally. You know, they were supposed to cut. That was the whole thing. They were supposed to release a song before they played the show and, and that was another lie from dino the guy's just a, you know i want to get it to him because but didn't dino you know, also talk about the possibility of a female vocalist for a while didn't that come up or something like that it, it was thrown out there i think that was just more for pc reasons if you ask me okay. I, I mean oh, okay. I, you can't you can't replace burton with a female singer. you just can't do it and you, you know, know what, I mean? what 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 could happen obviously there's bad blood there but what could happen is when if if the albums what well, albums don't sell anyway but if the tours are not doing too well on either side then mm. you know obviously management might say it's like what happened with maiden and when they got um um blazing Blaze. like mm. those two albums are awful awful our track is in there but they're awful and blaze solo stuff recent stuff is actually quite good his new song is really good so his solo stuff is quite good it just didn't work for maiden yeah. um but there's a prime example of maiden started playing clubs um you know dickinson was obviously doing his solo mm -hmm. solo stuff and whatever and dickinson's solo stuff is is solid and it's good but Rod Smallwood brought them together and said, guys, this is a shit show. We need to be playing arenas again. And we know what happened after. Maiden are probably bigger now than they ever were. Oh, sure. um, but there's another example of it when it didn't work out, as opposed to some bands like Van Hager. You know, this I, I don't know which camp people are in, but, you know, Van Hager's are Van Hager, Jesus. Simon Hager says okay. that he's bigger than David Lee Roth. And then you read some stats saying, well, that didn't uh, happen. I have no idea. I personally couldn't give a shit. But sometimes it's, it mm. works you know, works tremendously well. Other times it's like you can't touch it. Well, those are just two massive ego, you know, egos oh, yeah. going at it. That's all that comes down to. I love, to first of all, and Van Halen, adore Van Hager, adore. I can listen to both at any given. I could listen to the entire Van Halen catalog from start to finish and just not get fed up of it. They're just one of those bands where just, 
Time is forever. Look at the, look at the first Van Halen album, 1978. Yes, yeah, sure. and yeah, that could, yeah. that could be, like obviously Ted Templeman produced, but that could literally be released today. Today it could be released and be a hit song. Sure. You know? yeah. Well, that knows to me the special bands because it doesn't matter who you get as a singer. It's going to be you know, it's it's more about you know, and and they also a lot of those bands, I think very wisely, whether it was Black Sabbath or Van Halen or whatever, they changed things up a bit to fit. You know the singer a little bit more. They didn't just continue to do the same thing mm. and just put a different voice over it. You know, and so I think that's an important thing to to, to do too. If if you're just gonna come, I, I think with metal bands, you know, extreme metal or something, if if someone's just using harsh vocals and stuff, okay, not a big deal. Yeah, you can that. you can do the same thing. You know, but if you're just a rock band, like like a, you got a lot of melody and so forth, like Van Halen mm. did, yeah, you've you've got to you know they had to change things up because exactly. I mean. If, if your singer, if your if your front man doesn't have the same vocal range, well then maybe you got to simplify things, or or vice versa, whatever it is. You know, I think what they do with Sammy Hagar. Obviously, David Lee Roth was never really a, a great voice, more of a great front man. Where you know, uh, Sammy Hagar obviously has it was both. You sure. Know? And so I think um, they were able to, you know, go to like you said, they couldn't do songs like Dreams and so forth or those kind of no. real eclectic songs with David Lee Roth. They just wouldn't be able to do it. They wouldn't have sound they wouldn't have sounded good. So no, but even, look you could we this is a great future. We're probably eating into an, a new segment yeah. we put it on. But same with like with you know with Priest with Ripper, those albums he did. So you know it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where they just tried out for a while, play smaller clubs and then management gets involved, offered people some money to either leave or go and then it takes off from there, and then, but then you can't imagine Priest today with, with Ripper. I don't think that if they would have any. They're like their success today, even though like you know Priest are not playing arenas, and if they are, they're not. They're not. I I don't think they are. They're not setting out twenty thousand seats in it. Nah. Probably six or seven, maybe ten thousand seat if they're lucky. I would I say they're lucky. They're still. They're doing at least out here. I know they're doing mostly big clubs. You know, okay. the large the large clubs. Yeah. I don't even doing uh, arenas. So no, unless no, they no. unless unless they're open and they have a good package tour. But if it's just them and and you know an average you know a, a decent sized band, they they're gonna sure. do the big yeah the big uh, club yeah. But the new pre song so far, four tracks out, five whatever it is, and solid. Looking forward to it. So I'm a priest fan. So bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we're good for today, Tom. I think that's a yeah, wrap man. for this week. Uh, anything else we want to uh, say before we wrap this week's uh, segment up here? No, just uh, another good week. Um, you know, this is uh, again. We have our. I have my sequence of events here. We probably touched on fifty percent of it. <laughs> As we always I know, do. Right? I know. Yeah, we can, we can carry in a few. Um, we can ca- carry in a few uh, segments for next week and see where we go from there. But this has been a good one, Matt. Looking forward to uh, doing it all over. Absolutely. All right. Well, everyone, make sure you go, as always, go check us out, AfterShocksTV.com, CMSNetwork.com as well. Um, you can check us out on all, you know, YouTube, Rumble. We're on social media. Go keep up with us. And please, everyone, one thing I wanted to say, um, and it was we, we did get a comment about the Paul Diano thing. We, we always want to, people, they reach out to us. I want to bring it up on the show. Yeah. There was someone who posted something about, that they did actually, they went to see Paul Diano at that show we, we talked oh. about in Australia, um, and said yes that the bar was very small, it was a small bar, okay. and he said that he was excited, but he felt that yes, it was sixty dollars for that show, Whew. sixty bucks, and he said he felt he got ripped off. 
And he felt he got ripped off. Well, you know, I appreciate the comment, and it's good to see that we're reaching reaching that yes. far. A lot of uh, a lot of Aussies love their metal. I've been to Australia many, many times over the years. So great country, okay. great people. So we appreciate those comments, and you know, we're growing this, and the interaction is important. So yes. um, we'll and I'll jump on YouTube and say hey to a few people on there too. So it's all good, man. And if anybody has any ideas for segments or topics, because we don't do the politics, we don't go there. No. We just take rock and metal and talk shoot the shit so if there's something you want us to discuss let us know be, we'd be happy to take a look at it if it's appropriate and it fits yeah give it a shot yeah we'll do our best uh to make it to give it justice and to sure. not bore you to death and you know yeah we'll yeah yeah like tom said early in the show here we will we'll we can talk about anything for a long time so well, i could keep <laughs> you know? for two more hours and exactly and just bring something into my head and just pick a band and run you know so yeah, yeah exactly Exactly. All right. All right, Tom. We'll, we'll see you next week. And to All our right, audience out there, thanks to everyone again for listening, watching, as always, to Aftershocks TV. And we'll see everyone next week. Take care.